Hey, and welcome to Bombs Over Darkistan. Today's fantastic episode includes a special guest, my dear friend from forever ago, Regina. So, yes, that is all. Stay tuned. It's a great episode that I haven't recorded yet, but it's going to be. So, enjoy. Hello. Hi. Why, hello. <laughs> hello there. How art thou? <laughs> I am fine. How art thou? <laughs> I art thou. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually very well. I've been, uh, I just got off work not too long ago. So cool. yeah, yes, I'm, I'm well. I've been been very well how are you <laughs> i'm great actually i mean considering everything that's going on i right? <laughs> complain, but i think i'm doing pretty well <laughs> that is awesome well i'd like to welcome you to my podcast bombs over derkistan and for the, for the eight people that uh listen and have no idea who you are um <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself to the folks <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. All right, you can um, give us a cool theme song or anything. Wait, what? Oh, I'm cool. kidding. There's no theme song. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give you like a little drum roll, like, and then. Yeah, that works. There that you works. go. <laughs> All right. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Regina, a mm-hmm. longtime friend and Dirk enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been friends, gosh, since middle school, right? Middle school? Yes, middle and, school. Um, we are no longer in middle school, so. <laughs> we are adults with trouble. <laughs> yes. Hey, oh, my gosh. Only trouble. <laughs> yeah. So um, just longtime friend and um, someone who's very happy to be on this podcast. So, Yay. yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic having you here. Um man it has it has been crazy has it not i think yeah i think that <laughs> pretty much sums it up all right guys see you later <laughs> right like all right well that was good uh, i just wanted to get that little uh <laughs> little tidbit and we're good all right clear cut roll <laughs> perfect podcast exactly exactly <laughs> infallible Right, that's it. That's all they need to know. Whatever that, whatever they thought. That's that's it, kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> I don't make the rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They this is this is the podcast that they're looking for. So the aliens can know what's going on. Right. We are the be all end all for awesome podcast uh, for the aliens. So for all my alien peeps out there, eating our artup. Um, we see <laughs> we see you dog <laughs> oh yes correct <laughs> like <laughs> this is why a aliens couldn't just show up because people would not know what to do like they bought all the toilet paper <laughs> I was like, why? yeah yeah, you know when you look back and you and you think about all of the apocalyptic movies that you've ever seen, you realize that those clearly are written because no. now that we have actual 
<laughs> actual <laughs> footage and stuff of how people do react right. is right. it no in no way shape or form makes any sense right so i would actually like to request an <laughs> apocalyptic movie that actually <laughs> that actually works out for what is actually going now i know all those movies were just movies they weren't based off any true <laughs> event or anything <laughs> Like, I don't think anywhere in the history of people, like, toilet paper has been gone. Like, the you think about, like, when Pompeii, like, the volcano erupted yeah. back in, like, whatever BC. I have to go back and check <laughs> the history project on it. You think the first thing they did was grab, you know, whatever they used for toilet paper back then? <laughs> and there was none left for anyone else. And they're just like, this is crap. And they just sizzle because that's what volcanoes do to people. Yeah, I think um, toilet paper was probably the least of their ways when they probably had their butt skin burned off. So, you know, I mean, but what do I know? I right? I wasn't alive back then. I, don't, I, I didn't even have rights back then. So Exactly. So I, I don't know, but... Yeah. Again, I'm I'm looking forward to that movie that truly reflects the, the true. Yeah, because yeah. if, if they come out with a movie for 2020 and it's not anywhere accurate to what this, I'm gonna throw popcorn at the screen and I'm gonna scream out <laughs> phony the entire time. <laughs> I will say that that movie will not do well in a black. <laughs> no, it will not. The Magic Johnson theaters, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I remember I went to see um Life Mike <laughs> in a Magic Johnson theater. <laughs> oh my god. Opening weekend. And I was in oh Atlanta, Georgia god. at the time. So <laughs> you can imagine how far back that was in that summer <laughs> that movie came out. Oh my gosh. I went to go see um us in <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't even a Magic Johnson movie theater. I went to go see I think at like an AMC with some friends the week mm-hmm. that it came out right. and like in new york i don't know if they do it here in florida but like in new york tuesdays is five dollar day so mm-hmm. like yeah. everyone who's not trying to spend no ridiculous amount of money mm-hmm. on movies goes on a tuesday oh, and yeah. of course they, it was like filled with black people mm-hmm. <laughs> right. going out oh, god is five uh, Exactly. (laughs) I just remember not being able to hear a single thing. Like, jokes were being cracked. I mean, people were like, stupid, don't go in that room. You know, they were just like yelling at the screen. So listen, I mean, I'm just saying, Black people are not going to be sitting around being quiet. You know what I'm saying? We want realistic (laughs) behavior. (laughs) Right. And you can't be shushing us either. Like, (laughs) Exactly. Like, I remember watching the Kings of Comedy and, uh, you know, talking about how when Tiger Woods first became, you know, professional golfer and everything, and black people can't be at any of the games because they be shushing everybody. Like, shush, like, no, 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 you can't shush me, partner. Tiger, my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I imagine. It's like, you can't shush us. We we will be quiet in certain situations. Like, we all know this is the, the funniest thing in the entire world, and we've all seen it. Um, when you go to any graduation and the principal or whatever is always <laughs> like, for everyone in attendance, please remain quiet until yeah. the end oh of the God. celebration. And it's <laughs> never the end of the celebration. And we all know who it is because Black people are notorious for okay. cuddling up together. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. just be like, all right, when they yell out Tyrone, then you know what we gonna do, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. And they were like, That's and, my baby, Javon. Hey, I had him for 18. Exactly. I was in like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so glad that I did not graduate on time. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I graduated a month later because I failed English. <laughs> you saved yourself. You saved yeah, yourself. I saved myself that embarrassment. Nobody wants to go to rainbow graduation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what anybody says. I graduated and a couple of my peeps did with me at that time. And we were cool with it, but we know. We all know. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really mad because summer school was not terrible. I could have, you mean to tell me I could have got an entire year crammed in three <laughs> weeks? <laughs> no. Honestly, yeah. I mean, but you know, when you're in school, the last thing you want to do is spend more time in school. But like as an adult, that makes so much sense. You're like, yeah. man, summer school is, is not like in any way, shape, or form a negative thing no you get Positive. a full credit exactly exactly, <laughs> exactly. but as like a young person like the last thing i want to do is spend my time mm-hmm. did, did they even have a bus for summer school did they have a bus no you have, you have to provide your own ride so. exactly there was no lunch <laughs> most of your peeps weren't there except for yeah. a few and it wasn't always the ones you wanted to see. But you make new peeps, though. I will tell you that because you all have one common goal, and it's to get the hell out of summer school <laughs> as fast as possible. <laughs> you yeah. do everything in oh. your power to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are lifelong friends. Like, <laughs> I can hit them up right now. And they're like, well, oh listen, see, maybe that's why it's different because I made Nan friends. <laughs> I was trying to get the heck up out of there. I was oh, trying to no. get the heck about a summer I, school. I had a, I had a, I had one of those terrible, like, thought processes based on you know the TV that we grew up on. So I had my whole like, what my high school experience was gonna be, and I was like, oh cool, I'm tall, black, and athletic. I got this. I know exactly what that character is like, and <laughs> it's gonna be some sort of like small little issue where like my grades are in the way and I have to like make friends with like the less popular kid in order for him to do my paper so I can pass so I can play basketball <laughs> and I knew how it went but it didn't well, go that way and I was you. mad <laughs> I commend you for having that type of foresight in like high school I was just a hot mess and didn't know where to look like <laughs> yeah like no I really didn't either and <laughs> like whoo I didn't have a guidance counselor or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't that what they were there for? Like, yo, counsel my guidance. I'm obviously slipping up. <laughs> I had a guidance. Uh, like, I'm trying to think. I remember, I do remember actually speaking to the guidance counselor, but mm-hmm. I for life of me cannot remember what she looked like. <laughs> like, I can't remember her name, her right. mannerisms, anything. I right. think I just remember that she was black and that was it. <laughs> Did she help me at all? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But I do remember her being there and having a convers- multiple conversations with her. Right. And here I am. The- <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> right. And here we are. There um, was a direct juxtaposition, juxtaposition between me talking to her and being here at this very moment. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, doing this podcast <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm watching YouTube on mute. 
<laughs> so yes, yes. My English teacher said I'd never amount to nothing. And three non-selling books later, and a YouTube whack and a whack ass YouTube channel. <laughs> I Listen, showed her. <laughs> don't you dare get down on that because that's a rap song waiting to happen. I know. I, I've been wanting to put together lyrics for so long. Like I just know. I have a hardship enough to like make at least a funny rap album. You know, I could at least be like a black Eminem or something. <laughs> I'm going to say, remember when Eminem really like started out as like comedy rapping? I mean, yeah. there was nothing, there was nothing lacking in his flow, no. but like he was like very much a comedic style of yeah. rap. No, and he then was like bang, guys, guys, guys serious like he, <laughs> oh yeah like, we got serious i was scared <laughs> was that the eight mile era um it was around there i remember um he was he had some funny songs but then you know he always rapped about like killing his wife and his mom oh. and oh. then it was like but he did it in a funny way and then he you know cleaning out my closet was like i think one of the ones i can remember at least but I mean, there were other ones where it was like super serious. I'm like, okay, he's not funny no more, but this is great stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. his lyrics were really good. And that's why I always said, like, I don't understand how anyone goes into a rap beef with Eminem and he has rapped about his own mom. Anyone that can <laughs> rap about their own mom doesn't care about your feelings at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put some perspective on that, right? Like, yeah, exactly. That's what you have to realize. <laughs> He don't care about his old mama. There's yeah. there's a risk there. There's a risk that you're Definitely. taking. I have not wanted I have considered putting out a diss track about my mom, but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but the minute she gets on my nerves, it's like, you know what, Catherine, you've been messing with me for a long time. <laughs> I think like black mothers are different. <laughs> like, I, I just think that you may not live to make a second album after no, that. No, no, no. I got this. I got this. Trust me. <laughs> Maybe like 98 she would have had me, but 2020? Oh, I got the moves on her. She's only five foot tall. I'm six, seven and a half. She, Catherine don't want none of these troubles. <laughs> it would look like a Mike Tyson fight in like 1985. He, she don't want these problems. <laughs> like, she, she she would tell me she's like I'm so glad you're big and strong I'm like yeah that everyone wants someone in their family or in a relationship who's really big and strong until that person loses it and then they're like we can't stop them. <laughs> oh my god! You know that's why I keep tranquilizers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's that's only a matter of time. time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I don't want to be that guy, but it's like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh. You know what? Let me keep that in mind. Let me keep that in <laughs> mind. Man, I'll be right back. <laughs> like this, this, this was, this is, uh, what is that? An alibi? This is what they use in TV shows. Well, I literally admitted to it. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs> we heard him record. It's episode. It's season two, episode eight. It was right there. Fourteenth <laughs> the minute. Oh, yeah. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. We got locked. Book them, Dano. (laughs) Your FBI agent is reporting you right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I guess classic. Yeah, exactly. Like for me though, like I'm not even too worried (laughs) because I know how I'm leaving the planet. 
I joke about it all the time. But my final words are going to be, what are you going to do? Stab me? And then, oh, like, no. Yes. <laughs> nah, <laughs> or, dude. Yeah. I'm going to sleep into the next life. <laughs> nah, I'm not I'm not going out like that. Yeah, I don't want to. Dude, but like, I mean, my last word my, didn't. No, my last word then will be. Yeah, no, nope, nope. My next, my last words will then be, "What are you gonna do? Rock me to sleep?" And that <laughs> look, even that could go stuff. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it, like, oh, what do you do? Rock me to sleep? What? What is it? What is the? What is the? <laughs> he who cast the first stone, let them be without sin. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Like, what Whatever. Oh, you're gonna get rocked to sleep, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna. I excuse me. I am going to only say that around someone that I trust and who I know is not gonna rock me with a fist. You crazy? <laughs> no sir. Just a little crazy, but yes, I do have documentation. Um, <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have no. I have no one to blame but myself. I guess. <laughs> but yes. Um. Oh man, this is great. How have you been um since I guess all of this has started? <laughs> um so I guess as you know, I live in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. the peeps the, the the people who are tuning in may not know that, but okay. I live in New, New York. York. Yeah, no. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I live in New York so and as everyone knows um, New York is a hotbed right now. So <laughs> originally when this kind of kicked off, I think like they were really talking about it towards the end of February. I mean, at, at least like when it seemed like it was far more serious than anything, right? When mm-hmm. it was like, it was in our own backyard. And I remember right. that February was going so well for me. <laughs> like I got to work at New York Fashion Week. Like I had me a little birthday party. Right. Like, was around that time like I was like settling into a promotion that I got at my job like things were really going well for me and I was so like while this hit America like slowly and everybody else was like reeling like it hit me even slower (laughs) than that like like, when this because like even when this finally happened like because I work um on off-Broadway in New York and Mm -hmm. everything there is shut down so At first, I was very much just like, I'm not concerned for my own safety, just more of my job and things. Right. And it just increasingly got worse. So, like, (laughs) I picked up and came to Florida um, once everything got closed down, and I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's been, you know, it's been tough because the thing is, you, like, anyone, I think, who is a responsible person and takes uh initiative in the things that they do and Mm -hmm. has goals in mind Mm -hmm. this is a very much like your your terrain being derailed you know what i mean because it's like you have have goals and you have plans and you have things you look forward to doing Mm -hmm. and you want to go and progress you want to make and no matter it doesn't matter that this is happening to everyone right because somehow that does not alleviate that pressure of feeling like you still have to perform in some way you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. it's hard you know at first it was really kind of hard for me um 
But I do have to say that after a bit of time, I started filling my, my time with things that I'd been wanting to do before and looking at this a, a bit of a different way. Uh, so it seems to me that it's getting better because I've kind of shifted my view on mm -hmm. what this can be. And mm -hmm. I have to say that like yesterday, I feel like I had like a bit of a setback because um, it was announced yesterday that Broadway, the extension, the closing of Broadway would be extended. Um, mm -hmm. So for everybody, things are being extended in terms of right. Yeah, we got super extension yeah. Exactly. So um, where I had planned, you know, mid-April to be back in New York, now I'm looking at June. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So that's kind of a bummer because I sincerely love New York. I feel like New York is my home, even though that's not where I was, where I'm originally from. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have friends, I have friends there and stuff that I miss and I'm concerned about specifically because um, it's such a, it's such a hub. So, mm -hmm. yeah. How are you doing with all of this? Um, I am. I'm. I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, you and I are both creative mind types. Yeah. So we have sort of like the same like wavelength when it comes to like brain stuff and thinking all together in some ways yeah. um, with the creative aspect. So like for me, I always I I, I decided in 2018 that 2020 was going to be like the start to like my 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 rise to everything that I want like I don't even care if it's just like moderate fame it's just yeah. like I know I have enough talent in my body to make it somewhere so yeah. I knew 2020 was going to be my year 2019 was an awful year I've talked about it I don't mind like talking about it over and over but I like talking about it because it opens it up for me mentally it helps me yeah. you know because I was like in a really horrible spot so yeah um 2020 was definitely going to be my year um for me I kept you know psyching myself up for it not even psyching myself just like motivating myself for it because yeah. it's like you know 19 sucked 2020 though that that's looking <laughs> really looking really clear over there had, <laughs> everything was so far you know starting off well I was working on um you know, I still had a job and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, my creative, I uh, felt like I was reaching like my creative prime, like where I, where I didn't make it in sports, I've been reaching like that, you know, potential now in my creative aspect. Like I was doing more frequent with the podcast and I was like getting into all kinds of like social media just to like, cause social media is a thing for what I want to do so yeah yeah I, I was I was I, I I took I know at the end of December I was actually off all social media for the rest of the year so I had to desensitize and get rid of everything that was 2019 was I was flushing it out so 2020 was a brand new mindset so yeah. <clears throat> yeah. it was it, you know it was weird because it was like all right I, I I I released a third book I was able to do a little promotion behind it um a lot of people were um, following me on social media, just here and there. And you know, I I, I don't I don't have a loud voice, but I have like a, a whisper. You know, people yeah. like what I post. People like what I say. And I was, you know, having motivational thoughts and happy thoughts. And I actually talked a couple people out of like really bad 
thinking situations this year like two or three people have like thought about committing some form of like self-harm or something further and i've talked them out of it so wow just yeah just based on like a conversation whether it's through text or whatever um it it goes a long way because i tell that to people like you know everyone hears all the time if you need anyone you know just let me know i'm open i'm really open for it like (laughs) it doesn't matter bro like i'll stop what i'm doing you know money I'll, i'll stop working if you need to talk or whatever i'll break the rules whatever i gotta do but like i don't want to hear on the other side or like the next day like oh such and such is you know gone or r.i.p such and such like if only i didn't care about like all the material things so you know i had that thought process and then all this stuff started building up and it was like all right well i'm not looking to blame anybody or anything like that so i took it for me personally to deal with a lot of um, stuff like my coping mechanism is always comedy like yeah yeah I don't I don't you know go out and rush for anything I don't fear anything for the most part but in order for me to cope personally with a lot of things I definitely enjoy comedy because comedy has got me through so much and I've been able <clears throat> to make people laugh along the way yeah so comedy is always an open door for me to run to so it started you know stuff like this it was like oh coronavirus this and the corona sales are going down like bro what are you talking about people people are that dumb that they don't want to buy the beer but it has nothing to do with the beer and why is there no toilet paper anywhere now and <laughs> like and it was like happening everywhere and it was like florida was uh, notorious for it. not notorious for it, but like the toilet paper was all gone. I'm like, guys, have we not had hurricanes before? What are you doing? Yeah, this is not who we are, and I am really disappointed in you, Florida. <laughs> like, we we are not the we are not these people. No, 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 we are not these people. We are yeah. grab alcohol. Like I remember one time, I think it was like three years ago, there was a hurricane. And me and my friend were going to Target and we were just looking around. Toilet paper was around. Water was full. You know what wasn't there? Alcohol. (laughs) 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 There was was no lick of alcohol. No wine. No wine cooler. No beer. No anything that contained alcohol. I think even the rubbing alcohol was gone. Listen, though, I mean, I feel that, though, because, like, I grew up here. I grew up in mm-hmm. Florida. I grew up in Florida. And yet you're absolutely right. Like, all mm-hmm. all of the major hurricanes and things that we've gone through as far everything. as like, there has not been a time where you couldn't go to some store somewhere and find toilet paper. And that right. would make sense in a, in a situation like that where you may be out of power. You may not be able to get on the streets. You may not mm-hmm. That would make sense for toilet paper and stuff to be gone then. Now, right. not so much. <laughs> not so not much. So much. Like, I was not prepared for that. Like in a funny way, but if it came down to its situation, I bought a roll of paper towels and I cut it yeah. in threes. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I actually was going to ask you because I remember, <laughs> I remember we were texting and you were like, "Man, I am on the hunt for toilet paper," and I yeah. was trying to give you some suggestions about where you could go, and we never closed that conversation. Did you? No toilet paper. No, I never found toilet paper. I oh found God. like I, everywhere I've gone to eight stores this week and 
and none of them have had toilet paper. And I've had to like go in between work because my work shift is like a mid shift. So yeah. it's from 10 a.m. to 7. And then uh, next week it's 1 to 10. So I have ooh. such a window. And then I also have to take care of my mom and also, you know, not lose my mind <laughs> during all this crap just to get toilet paper. So I could not find toilet paper. And if anyone is willing to donate a toilet paper roll or three, that would be more than uh, the greater thing you could do for me. <laughs> um, have you have you tried ordering it from Walmart? Because I heard that I heard yeah, because you know they do like pick they, I, they do like drop offs and like where right. you pick up your groceries. And mm-hmm. what uh, an employee told my mother is mm-hmm. that they even if they don't have it in the store, you can order it and they will get it. Mm-hmm. They will get it for you. And she specifically said toilet paper, so I don't know how true that is. But if any of the peeps listening can help <laughs> Dirk find some toilet paper, that would be that would be some real listeners for real. Super, super duper. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, I it's crazy. And then like I never <laughs> I'm probably the worst person to prepare for like a disaster because I'm such a brute. <laughs> and um i don't prepare for anything so this is this is where we are currently um food supply um i am just out of gummy bears i have a <laughs> bag of uh uh hot pickle potato chips uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh yes for all I, your nutritional needs yes 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 i have like absolutely seven cans of tuna um <laughs> three boxes of cereal <laughs> okay okay um, okay i have some chicken breasts in the freezer okay um, um we're getting back into civilization here right oh crap i needed to buy milk i have to go to the store tomorrow we have no milk now um <laughs> well well <Right>. well <laughs> right when i was giving you credit exactly right when i was giving you credit you know, <laughs> you know what i was thinking on back on the toilet paper like end of this conversation did you mm-hmm. you thought about um doing kleenex boxes are those completely out too i've had i'll tell you this um don't judge me but i haven't bought like kleenex in like 13 years <laughs> why would i judge you i feel like kleenex <laughs> are so unnecessary <laughs> but i right. mean, like, but i mean I, everyone I, will have that same mentality dirk Ain't nobody buying Kleenex. They're buying rolls, and you up here about to be rolling in the Kleenex. Well, I bought, <laughs> I bought flushable skin. wipes. I bought flushable wipes. Oh, look! Look at you. Right. So I'm. I, I got. A, I got on top of that train um, for flushable nice. wipes. Nice. 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 You but, know what? Um... <laughs> you know what? Yes. Yes. Right. Like a I thought... with flushable wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife, man. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And if anyone's looking for uh, someone to sponsor them for Flush Wipes, call your boy Dirk. I'll be make, <laughs> I'll be sure to endorse you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, you hear that? Your bottoms should <laughs> be fresh and clean. <laughs> exactly. Like I didn't know bears were obsessed with wiping their arson so much until Charmin came out. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who came up Will with that do- campaign? Yeah, I don't know. who's I, the guy? I, I, Honestly, I you, though, I will tell you exactly who is responsible for the Charmin Bears being a thing. It's Eddie Murphy, and it was in uh, Delirious. 
Um, no, Raw. And um, basically, he he told the joke, and it was like uh, it was at the end of the joke. No, actually, it might have been delirious. One of the two, right? Um, but he 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 asked the he asked if were there any kids in the uh, in the audience, and you know there were a couple kids, and he was like, "All right, I'll tell you this one joke. You can take it home. You can take it home. Take it to school with you, right?" So there's a bear in the woods, and he's you know doing his business, taking a shit in the woods, like I guess the old joke says. <laughs> um, and our, his, his rabbit friend bounces up to him. He's like, "Hey, Mr. Rabbit, how are you doing?" And the rabbit's like, "I'm doing fine." And the bear says, "Question for you." When you're taking a shit, do you have a problem with it sticking to your fur? And he's like, no, not really. So he picks the rabbit up and uses it. He, no. (laughs) (laughs) And no. (laughs) (laughs) And you're saying that this is what sparked the Charmin (laughs) bear (laughs) like adverts? Yes, I think they looked back at it. That's what they came up with. And if Eddie Murphy is ever listening to this, <laughs> they owe you money, and I would like to have a little bit of funds as well. Yo, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, right. Eddie. 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 <laughs> Edward. <laughs> Eddie, it's me, Eddie. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> I need the money. <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's just one of those things. <laughs> that's just one of those things, man. Um, man. But oh, back to what was I saying about the apocalypse? Yes. Um, twenty twenty, basically, it's just been one of those years so far, and it's like everything. Every time I I don't I try my best not to like initially watch the news all the time because they're insane. Yeah. But um there's it uh, there's like they have receipts for all this stuff that's happened <laughs> it's like oh you know it's just we're gonna get over it. it's just a little you know it's it's no better it's no stronger than the common flu or whatever like this it can be stopped with this and blah 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 and then like the next week it's like yeah it's nothing then like weeks go by and another week go by and it's like hey you know it's just like you know we a couple thousand is sick and then you know then it's like twenty thousand, and it's like all right now it's kind of a pandemic we we kind of kind of said it wasn't back then but yeah it's a little worrisome now we're at where we are now yeah great it's a concern now yeah especially after it hits our soil especially after it hits our soil because like if it's not your if your backyard is not on fire then it's not as big as a, of a problem like you yeah. even empathize right but the moment that yeah, yeah, fire yeah. climbs the fence and hits your backyard then you're like crap is my insurance <laughs> gonna cover this right is my non-existent insurance gonna cover this like, exactly can exactly. i call state farm for this do i have <laughs> state farm for this like, like hey my she shed's on fire um is this covered yeah Yes, you, well, you, everybody's you, dead is on fire. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, though, I mean, I know that this probably isn't the direction that people, you know, want to take the feeling of this year. But mm-hmm. I, I have to say, in light of all the things that are happening, I think for a lot of people, especially for myself, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm reassessing what I thought was important. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So while this year ultimately, I, I mean, you know, we're only a couple months in and it feels really crappy. I have to say there, if, if people are waking up every day and not looking at whether they were enjoying, genuinely enjoying their lives or not, whether mm-hmm. they were utilizing the, you know, their talents and who they were to the fullest, not to give it away to a job that doesn't care about them or to mm-hmm. people that don't care about them. I mean, I think that there's a problem there because so in some ways, you know, I think that there are truly important things that have come out of this that mm-hmm. <clears throat> people wouldn't have uh, the time to care about because when it's like your job's not going to stop, when it's like money bills are not going to stop, when do you have mm-hmm. time to assess what you're doing with your life, what you're doing with your time, whether you're enjoying your time or not, you know right. what I mean? Whether, whether you are um, living a life that you would be proud of. So mm-hmm. I think while 2020 has not been, has genuinely been a, a tough, you know, cookie to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, God, the toughest of cookies. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, it's very few cookies that I haven't enjoyed in my life. And this, right. this, I'm sorry to give cookies a bad name. <laughs> no, like honestly, like just on the top of cookies, this is basically the equivalent to getting a chocolate chip cookie, but finding out it's oatmeal raisin. How dare you? Oatmeal cookies are fantastic. No. Oatmeal, oatmeal are great, but oatmeal raisin is horrible. I don't care what anybody says. I just hate A lot raisins. of oatmeal raisin cookies. I also like very weird things, though. So, you know what? I'm not <laughs> going to, you know what? I think we can all agree that a chocolate chip cookie is probably going to be the standard of deliciousness, <laughs> right? Like, probably. If, if, if we had to measure life, I guess, on a cookie scale, yeah, chocolate chip cookie would be like the green safe mark. And I, I don't know yeah. what would be the bad one. Um, it's the standard. It's, it's the standard, yeah. It's like, actually the standard. So, Ronit, <laughs> 2020 is no chocolate chip cookie. No, it um, is not. I don't know what cookie that we can all agree on that sucks. But it's, <laughs> I think <clears throat> maybe maybe the question here isn't whether this cookie sucks or not. It's, can I live on cookies? You know right, what I'm exactly. <laughs> Because my diet has been cookies, and now mm. I have to, I have to stop and see that my cookie diet has been destroying my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's more important right now because, Renit, this generation has been going through so much. This yes. generation has gone through it, and we're still going through it. But we I, are like, what I, is wrong with us? Exactly. But you know, when life is running, is running, and you're it's when life is running and you're chasing mm-hmm. after it, when do you have time to look and see if your shoes are untied? Like for instance, you know what I mean? Like when do you have time to look to see, you know, like what's going on around you because you're focused on just doing the daily thing that you have to do. And what I mean right. no, is completely understood. You know, this is this is a time where I almost feel kind of like this is the breaks. I like I can Put on the brakes, and I can turn. I can turn things around here. I can. Mm-hmm. I can. I can real. I can truly now. You know, put my money where my mouth is, and say that <laughs> the jobs that I've had, right, not really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a dedicated worker. I hate sometimes. I hate that, 
because mm-hmm. why should I give all my time and space and energy to a job that doesn't that doesn't do anything for me except keep me in poverty and right. um you know barely help pay my bills it certainly doesn't give me joy but I think right. for for people who are at home who do who aren't essential workers and I am using air quotations mm-hmm. some <laughs> right right um, now yeah. we have time to exact. Exactly. Now we have time to look at where we're at and say, this is going to be over soon. And when it is, what am I going to do with with what I have? Because this is what I have. And Mm -hmm. um, right before this really came down to it, um, one of, there was this guy, I did not know him personally, but I had spoken to him before in passing at my job. He -hmm. was in one of the shows um, mm-hmm. that was running at the theater at the off-Broadway theater that I work at. And he was up and coming. He was on the rise. His career was on the rise. He, I, when I tell you he's talent, he was talented. Mm-hmm. Like he just like understood what it was that he was doing. And he had direction in his life. He had money. He had direction. He was, his career was on the rise. He had mm-hmm. a lovely girlfriend who was a genuine, genuinely kind person. Mm-hmm. Family, you know people were really there for him I think if I could look at someone's life and say that this person may not have everything together but they have a a life that has substance I would right. say it was him and he out of nowhere passed away and wow. I remember thinking I just remember thinking how unfortunate it would be me to work at the jobs that I'd work at work that I have worked at and working at currently and to feel like I had wasted my time on Mm -hmm. these jobs that all in a sense kind of stole my my joy right didn't help me out of any of the holes that I was in Mm -hmm. and I remember like honestly it hit me really hard and I feel and so I feel like this time is good time for me to just kind of explore what it is that I want to do because mm-hmm. when things are back up and running, am I going to go back and do the things, you know, that I have to do? Of course, because I'm responsible, mm-hmm. but somewhere in there, there has to be like, there has to be some resolve or some change, some resolve for me to do what matters to me because if mm-hmm. I woke up and worked a job that didn't do anything for me and then died, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> what exactly did did I do with that time? Right. right. No, Not you, 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 morbid or anything. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me. It's okay. <laughs> I, know, I, I know I can't be the only one that no. is thinking like this. You know what I mean? No, I mean, my, my mindset was... You know, like I mentioned before, I came into the year bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and yeah. everything like that. I was like, all right, this is this is going to be it. I feel real good. Things were going in a route and then, um, you know, you just, stuff happens and you're just like thinking on it and all this stuff going around. You have to like, you, you're, you're, you're allowed to assess everything in your life. And I've learned this. And this is some of the stuff I put in my last book. It's a motivational book, but it's not like your typical motivational book. It's like, it's me if, as if I'm having a conversation with you, if you honestly know me. Like if, if yeah. I've been able to look you dead in the eyes and conversate with you, you know I don't 
you know, I say shit and I, I speak from the heart because I'm a passionate person on everything I speak on. You know, even when I text people, you know, we text and we've, we've, we've been friends forever. And everyone yeah. I talk to, they know I speak from the heart when I say something. My word is my actual move. Like, that's my move set. Like, I'm big and bad visually, but like my words are my actual weapons and everything yeah. like that. So, and everything. Like that. So I was like, you know, I sat back and I thought about it. And so, uh, you know, I could I could tell people all day to buy my book, and you know, then they got to order it. Then I'm like, wait, I made a digital version, stuff like that. Everyone has access to it, and I still wanted everyone to know that, like, hey, I know these are wild times, but and don't like ever like quit and anything. But you're allowed to reassess everything as long as you're not wanting to quit then you're allowed to literally just refresh, sit back because the world yeah. moves fast and yeah. you, you know, you're either going to get swept up by it or you're going to move with it. So like yeah. you have those choices and you have, everyone feels like, you know, everyone just, I just don't want everyone to quit. <laughs> so I just want everyone to know that like they can stop, they can smell the flowers that are remaining and the ones that are going to bloom. That's the great thing about like, I guess, like the sun no matter if you don't see it it's gonna rise the next day so yeah even though it's gonna cook us but uh hopefully <laughs> i think it's probably really important to also mention that yeah it is good to assess because that you are gonna grow and, mm-hmm. and you're going to accumulate more information and mm-hmm. that mindset that you had in the past based on the information and the things you knew mm-hmm. are not necessarily going to match the information you have now and if you aren't stopping and assessing, then those stress points become, I think, places where become danger zones. Because right. now you're closer to breaking because you're trying to run uh, a more advanced car on older equipment. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I welcome, it's always really hard to reassess because I think you always come in you always come face to face with that thought of what am I doing with my life? Right. You know what I mean? But while that is always really painful to come (laughs) face to face with. Oh yeah. You, if you don't, right. 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 It's It's a really stiff drink. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, that can be sometimes coming to that point it's like it's almost like trying to turn a corner mm-hmm. a really sharp corner at a high speed yes. so you have to slow down you have to do it because you will wreck right um but it's always going to be hard it's always going to be hard but mm-hmm. if you don't do it there will be problems later on you it's, yeah. it's best to face it now so you know i yes. i have to say 2020 has not been my favorite um but i think that um positive things especially socially will probably come mm-hmm. out of this because i think with people having to social distance and stuff like that they'll be more concerned about treating the people that they have when they do right. suddenly have them in front of them that yeah. you know what i mean i think i think there will be some really positive things that come out of this that's what i want like i want everyone to just come out of this like smarter because yeah. like we just have to like i've always talked about it and it's like I had the little campaign. It was uh, spread love, cancel hate. And that's the biggest thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I totally remember that. Right. And it was like, it was, a, it, who knew that it, 
it like I feel like it, I'm promoting it more now than ever because it makes more sense when I said it. You know, I said it last year because I was going through stuff. It was it was more of a thing for you know self motivation for myself because I was at a point where I was like I really don't like me. Like I looked in the mirror and was like this fucking guy. <laughs> like I was on some really dark, dark, really dark shit, and. I was like, you know what? After I uh, I broke up with my last girlfriend um, and everything like that, and everything was just crumbling down. My mom was sick. She was in the hospital. Um, work was so shitty for me. Like, I didn't like the Everything around me was just, like, ill. And I was not in a good place mentally. And I kept having these, like, thoughts. Uh, like, uh, like, my mind just wasn't – I wasn't clean mentally. And in my heart, I wasn't clean. So all that stuff had to happen to me. And I took it one way, and it could have gone an even worse way. But I took it and, and like yeah. came from it. And that's where that spread love, cancel hate came from. It came from a self-motivational thing. It came from inside me because I had to spread love within myself and cancel all the hate because I was – I was projecting it. I look back, you know, when Facebook like reminds you, "Hey, look what you did last year." I'm like, please oh, don't remind me of any of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I could see it happening. Like I like from January until like like in, in February is when it all like crumbled down. I saw like stuff leading up to it, even like at the end of 2018 to some degree. Like I just, you know, even though I was in a relationship, I still felt like mentally. I wasn't there. I was. I didn't feel like I was going through the motions, but like the yeah. stuff I wanted to enjoy, I could not enjoy because everything in the back of my head was trying to do one thing was not working out. Like it wasn't mentally working out. Like s- stuff I wanted to do didn't wasn't working out, and I was just like, "Why is this not working out?" Like I'm more talented than these other people who were just given fame and stuff like that. And that's the kind of stuff you deal with as a creative. Cause yeah, totally. you create these things and they come from your mind and your thoughts. And you're like, okay, this is, you know, especially in this, in this time, some of those things can easily be the thing that like gets you out of like the situation you're in, whether it's financial or mental or anything, it takes yeah. one yeah. little spark for mm-hmm. that to happen. But then it's also like, you I for me I felt like I got a little too obsessed with wanting that spark and I was mad that I had all this talent and where I'm at didn't make sense yeah and that's the part that like kind of drove the nail into like the mental coffin it was like so and I I had to take a step back and that's what I've learned about the re like to reassess myself now because I don't get to that point where it's like why am i you know not on the cover of this magazine i'm not ugly <laughs> yeah yeah stuff like that like i have talent i produced three books that no one's read but i laugh at <laughs> that now because <laughs> dare the, you the... i bought that i bought your first book and read it you jerk <laughs> <laughs> well you're somebody to me okay <laughs> that's right hey, that's all hey. That, I mean, for me that's what matters most I mean, for me, that's what matters most, you know, because, because I, I don't know. I don't know because I feel like people are very fickle. I feel like mm-hmm. in general, people are very fickle and mm-hmm. therefore I know that my emotion in my type of emotion 
don't really deal well with that. I, I know that like, because you can't please everybody, it's probably best for me not to have to have the pressure of a large group of people and their mm -hmm. emotional state on my conscience. Like for me, I realize that what matters, what matters to me most are the people that are around me that matters because even to a certain extent, like there are some times that I can't handle that. You know what I mean? Wondering mm -hmm. what my friends and stuff are going to think about things that I've said. And I think that I come off as a very confident person. I think I come off as someone who knows what I want and where I'm going, but mm -hmm. that still does not mean that I have not grown up uh, with a community mindset, knowing mm -hmm. that, you know, there's that saying that like, it takes a village to raise a child. And I think within that saying, people don't realize that because it, that, that thing is true, it's a, it's a great metaphor, but mm -hmm. it also means that if a child is raised by a community, then they will also learn how to measure their lives co mm -hmm. community-wise. They right. will realize that if they're not making strides based on the kids who are in their class, the people who are their age, the genders that are around them and things like mm -hmm. that, then you know, there could be a problem with them or they'll feel like that when in fact, <laughs> when in <laughs> fact everyone grows at their own pace and, and right. you know, comes to terms with things at their own pace. So like for me, I think that there is just a lot of responsibility in being famous or being in front of large groups of people because you know, not only do you hold their emotions in inside mm -hmm. of you, which can bring you up or down, but they, you know, it's it's vice versa. Right. There's there's responsibility on both ends, and it's like, I don't know. For me, I for, for me, I am always like it concerns me more with my immediate community because mm -hmm. I realize that having the emotional set of like people even that I don't know on my shoulders is, is very tough for me. It's mm -hmm. very tough for me. And right. I commend people who can be out there and who can be figures uh, in front of people because you just can't please people uh, right. consistently or long-term mm -hmm. uh, because people are always going to be coming from different backgrounds, different views. And a lot of times it's just that people just don't understand. You know, sometimes you don't understand where you're coming from. So, true. like, the fact that Beyonce is <laughs> <laughs> that is upheld, I don't know how to feel about that. But uh, <laughs> it's not something I can understand. You know, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Good, good for her. Right. Good for her. Good, good for her. That's what it all comes down to. Exactly. Good for her. But that, that, I think that comes from uh, that comes from the southern. The southern and both of us like in and i don't know how how deep your southern roots go but i know like for a lot of southern people you can get away with saying the meanest things as long as you say bless their heart <laughs> oh man i tell you i okay so when i um originally like i've always felt so out of place in florida because um mm -hmm. originally i'm from chicago um right. and then, that blew like, my mind when you told me that by the way yeah <laughs> i don't I even know who i am anymore I, I get along with people from Chicago so well because like part of like my my friends like I guess like my family like they're like cousins you know cousins yeah they they were from Chicago and growing up I knew a lot you know Chicago Bulls were the team of the 90s I grew up in the 90s my my, my cousins 
were from Chicago. So like they were live they lived in Miami. So we would go down and visit them. And yeah. I was around people from Chicago. Like you're from Chicago, man. Like, like every a, a group of people I know are from Chicago. So yeah. I think um I feel like the older I get, the more I realize that people that I knew are from Chicago as well. So I don't know what that means in the grand scheme of things, but here we are. Right. Um, I was just going to say, like, yeah, I just I was just going to say, like, I grew up, you know, like originally from Chicago and then um, came down here, like in elementary school, kind of closer to middle school. Mm-hmm. And um, I always felt very out of place in Florida always even like this day I just feel like it's not where I'm supposed to be but I will I I can tell you that all of that is an illusion because the moment I moved to New York even though people were always asking me like where I'm from nobody ever guesses that I grew up in Florida I will tell you every reaction that I have as a southern is a southern reaction I'm like bless her heart I'd be like "Mm, girl bless her heart because you know what I'm not about it like there's just so many <laughs> it's cold enough I thought that that wasn't it is so right. I don't know where that leaves this conversation but I, I did my I did my thing there <laughs> it, it <laughs> happens it's like that that's what I'm saying like it's like oh the crazy things like I feel like I could say the meanest like 2020 is a drunk ass little midget and it's like oh yes. man, bless his heart <laughs> mm-hmm 2020 is wild. That's what it all comes down to, and I blame the government for it. And okay, <laughs> like, and they're not getting a bless their heart. I want them to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> they're not getting off the hook. We're with a done. Bless their heart. We are done with bless their heart. <laughs> yeah, you had your chance, and exactly. now you missed it. <laughs> We're not even going to be Nancy Pelosi with that shady rip <laughs> of that <laughs> of that paper. Right, and then the shady clap she did. Oh that's my what god! We're doing right now. Get to work. That's where we. That's where we are exactly right now. Like, oh, exactly. here's shady clap. Here, here's a you know blah blah blah. Nope, ripping it. Oh well, you know <laughs> we 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 think that it could be over by this time. It's like, oh really? Weird clap. Like, exactly. <laughs> like side exactly. clap with the t- the head tilted slightly to the left. Oh Look, my god! <laughs> yes. Yes. The petty clap. (laughs) Petty clap. Yes, I love it. I love it. It says so much. (laughs) It's ridiculous, but uh, that's that's exactly where we are. And it's, I just, I'm. My thing is, um, I'm more than positive now that things will work out. Basically, Um, I just have that positive thought in general, just because I. I've told myself I'm coming in with a positive thought process on the year, regardless of what happens, you know, up or down, positivity is going to go a long way. So I just wish everyone had told me why they bought toilet paper. (laughs) One day, I'm telling you, it's going to be a 60 minute interview. It's going to be one of those, you know, on ABC, 60 60 minutes happens on ABC, right? Is that a thing? Okay. I don't, and I think it's CBS. I don't know. CBS. CBS? Okay. I was going to see you. Somebody's going to do, or maybe it'll be a Netflix documentary. Those are mad popular. Those are the thing. Netflix documentaries are where it's at. I'm I'm hoping to get one or at least like a stand up or something on Netflix. Yes. Anything. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been coming up with stuff, but yes. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. Listen, I'm I'm looking forward for that <laughs> for you as well. Right. Um, that's when you know you made it, right? <laughs> right. That's when you made it. <laughs> then that's Netflix check clears. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what? And listen, like I said, maybe one day we'll get a documentary and they will go into the mind right. of a mass toilet paper buyer and right. <laughs> you will have all the answers we could ever have wanted to have. Right. Like, That'll I just want to know, like, was there a weird mummy convert convention I didn't know about? I just need to know. Like, <laughs> Were we going to toilet paper the White House? I need answers. Because yeah. why is there no TP? No Charmin, no Quilted Northern, none of it. <laughs> it wasn't even a one-ply left. They was not like, even a one-ply. <laughs> like, what's up with that? I would have took a couple of one-ply, put them together, get some two-ply. Because I will. Exactly. <laughs> my body is a temple. And that goes for my toilet exactly. paper, too. <laughs> exactly. Listen, let's, maybe we should be a little bit more European and invest in bidets. I had asked that question for the longest, and now they're going out of like they're going out of stock now because I snitched. And... Yep. See, listen, you're not the only one that's out here looking for Charmin. Right. Like this is whack. It is whack. You are absolutely I, right. I wish I invested in stock. <laughs> like, I would have been, been rich. <laughs> Put like you know, no. like buy a hundred dollars of uh, stock in Quilted Northern. Whew. <laughs> Listen, as long as you didn't buy stock at Corona, you good. Okay. I know, bang, right? Bang. bang bang. Bang bang. That's how it goes. That's that should be 2020's like slogan. Bang bang. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, you well, know, roasted. 2020. Yeah. Bang bang. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no one knows how to react to it. <laughs> exactly. There are no words. Right. It's just like, you know what? He's right. He's right. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> we know you're from the South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I am. I will not fret. But yes, that that's how that cookie's gonna crumble. But um wow, we have we have spoke for an hour. This is it didn't even yes. feel like it. it didn't even feel like it. I, I've gotta get you, I've gotta get you back on for another show, a part two. I talk about a lot of other things. Um too. I'd love to. Fantastic. I would love to have you on. I really appreciate you 190,000%, even if it's not a real number, because I finished with a public school education and not a really good grade <laughs> in math. But uh, <laughs> uh, This is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, when this uh, quarantine mess is over, we should um, match up at uh, Steak and Shake again. Um, oh, Yes. <laughs> Yes, sometimes honestly, we need to we need to make that a circle, right? Like yes. complete that circle. Absolutely. That is true. We'll make it happen for sure. Um in the meantime, I will I will we'll, we'll talk and we'll work out a time for part 2 because it's not like we have anything else going on really. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But um thank you for all you have done. Thank you for your insights. Remember you are you are loved in every way possible. And um, I will talk to you on the other side. All right. Thanks for having me on. Bye.